and you're good to go. Thanks, Sandy. So welcome everyone to our Saybrook University Mindfulness Moment. Glad that you are here. So what I've prepared today, and I'm really excited to be bringing this forward, is part one of my multiple part series on the science of breathing. And so through this series, we are going to explore various aspects of our breath and how this impacts our physiology and why this is really vital for our overall health. And so this structure is just going to be a little bit different in that I'm going to be sharing a bit of the science and touching on some of the research behind our focal topic. And then I will introduce the breathing techniques and then we'll practice together. So um, bear with us, our slides are giving, giving us some brief <laughs> but they will serve the purpose I think they need to for today. But we're kicking off here with where the breath begins. thought that'd be a pretty appropriate place to start. And that's really with the nostrils and more specifically with the nasal cavities. So I'll shift now into just a brief didactic. And so I invite you as I share a little bit of the, the science behind this practice, to just settle and find your way into your space and just get, get comfortable here, settle in. So researchers have really known for decades that the nostrils pulse to their own rhythm and they open and they close throughout the day and the night. And this is a phenomena that we now call nasal cycles. And so as it turns out, the nasal tissue, the quality of our nasal tissue mirrors our state of health. So for example, if you're feeling a little bit sick, maybe a little bit froggy, <laughs> maybe you have a respiratory thing going on or allergies are bothering you, the nose becomes inflamed. And so the nasal cycles start to become more pronounced and they start switching back and forth more quickly to kind of help move the inflammation through kind of some circulating the mucus and, and this whole process that's <laughs> happening without really us knowing or feeling that it's, it's going on. So you might think of the work of the nasal cavities to be kind of like your HVAC system to help regulate and control the body temperature, helps control our blood pressure, regulates our sleep, feeds into uh, feed, feeds the brain and keeps our, our memory and cognition working. <laughs> and so the right nostril, we can think of that as kind of like the gas pedal. So it speeds things up, it warms the body when the air comes in through that right nostril and it increases our cortisol, our blood pressure goes up, heart rate becomes elevated. So what's happening is this activation of the central nervous system, the sympathetic nervous system. So it's making us more alert, this logical decision-making side of our brain lights up. And then on the other side, we have the left nostril, and this is the opposite effect. So it's like the brakes on the car, that parasympathetic activity is calming things down, cooling the body, lowering the stress hormones, relaxing the body, bringing down the heart rate and the blood pressure. And so the other side of the prefrontal cortex is lighting up here as well. 
the kind of giving way to, to more creative thinking, you know, what we kind of consider right, <laughs> right brain activity. And so our bodies, right, they operate best when, when they're in balance. So pivoting between this activation and relaxation. And so let us now together shift into a practice that is dedicated to manipulating the body's functions with forced nostril breathing. And so this practice comes from yogic traditions called alternative nostril breathing, alternate nostril breathing, or in Sanskrit, Nadi Shodhana. So Nadi means channel and Shodhana means purification. So finding that way into a nice seat, and you do want to be seated for this rather than lying down or even in a reclined position. So really inviting a nice upright posture. And it can be really maybe helpful, especially if you're feeling a little bit plugged in your nose, if you have some Kleenex nearby and you can um, just kind of blow your nose before we do this can help to open up the channels here and, and make this breathing practice just a little bit easier. <laughs> So the technique here, you can kind of see on this image, but I'll also demonstrate as well. You'll want to use whichever hand feels comfortable and um, the, the opposite hand, just placing that comfortably on the knee or resting it in your lap. But you wanna take your thumb and your ring finger or maybe your pinky finger, whatever feels best for you. And we're gonna work through this process of breathing through each nostril. So just finding your way into that comfortable comfortable posture. You might keep your eyes open if you want to see what I'm, what I'm doing, but I'll also do my best to describe the practice as well. So just placing the, the thumb on one nostril, and I suppose for the sake of this practice, maybe using your right hand um, and placing the right thumb onto the right nostril. So plugging that right nostril, just exhaling completely. Go ahead and take an inhale through the left nostril. Plug the nose with the pinky, hold. Release the thumb, exhale through the right nostril. Plug the nose with the thumb, hold. Inhale through the right nostril, releasing the thumb. Hold, plug the nose, release the pinky or the ring finger, exhale, left nostril. Inhale, left nostril, plug the nose, hold. Releasing thumb, exhale, right nostril. And so just continuing to breathe in this way, alternating between the right and the left side. Just moving at a pace and a cadence that feels good for you. And 
Just keeping the mouth closed shut so that that inhale and exhale, that exchange of air is happening only through the nose. And so while you're breathing here, just continuing to breathe in this way, wanted to share with you another piece of research that I thought was quite interesting. There was a 2015 study that came out of UC San Diego that examined the breathing patterns of a woman with schizophrenia. And so they had found that she was breathing significantly more out of her left nostril. So this, they hypothesized here what was happening is this left nostril dominant breathing was leading to an overstimulation and like this hyperactivation of her right brain, the creative, because creative part of the brain. And so this is what was causing her imagination to really run wild. And so this study in particular with this woman, these researchers had her breathe out of her right nostril to kind of counteract this left side, left nostril dominant breathing. So breathing out of right nostril, so then activating that opposite side of the brain, the logical left side part of the brain. And what they found through their, through their experimentation here was as a result, she experienced fewer hallucinations. And so something was happening here to help kind of rebalance and re-regulate her brain and her nervous system. Yeah, so as you're continuing to breathe, kind of releasing the nostril, remembering to hold at the bottom of the exhale and the top of the inhale. And seeing if you can sense within yourself even a rebalancing. Or even if it feels difficult that the airflow and exchange is not so even between the nostrils, maybe one side is a bit more difficult to breathe out of than the other. Our bodies, they operate best when they're in that place of homeostasis, in that balanced state. And you can choose to continue breathing in this way for as long as you like. But as you feel ready, just releasing the hand, resting both hands now down in the lap or maybe by your side. 
and just breathing normally. You're noticing what's happening now in your body-mind after engaging in several rounds of that alternate nostril breathing. And so this breathing technique can be one to really help the mind and the body to pivot between activation and relaxation. So I wanna thank you for participating in this with me. We explore the science of breathing. And I've listed my references here at the end for those who are, are interested. Um, something I thought was interesting here and I found that the NIH has a really full database of an in collection of research on alternate nostril breathing. So if you are particularly interested in learning more about what the research has to say and looking at some of the studies, there's quite a lot there. So, um, oh, <laughs> oh, I'm noticing. Um, <laughs> I actually have to, somehow I, I replaced that hyperlink um, so I can put it back in there, but and it'll be correct. But um, yeah, thank you all so much for, um, for joining in and glad to have you here. And next time we'll take a, another look at a different aspect of the science of, of breathing and take a little bit of a deeper dive into another practice. So thank you so much for being here.